Hello, my friends. It's Ryan from the Prolific Creator Podcast. Now, many of you have asked, hey, Ryan, how do I support the show? Well, I finally listened. Starting today, you can subscribe to the Prolific Creator Plus on ACAST Plus for $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. No apps to download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Get access to the entire archive of Prolific Creator Awesomeness. Over 160 episodes going back to 2017. Yes, that's right, my friends. A plethora of information and inspiration, tips, tricks, and interviews to get your art and work into the world. Remember those ads? Say bye, bye, bye. Wait, there's more. For $5 a month, you can get access to the full prolific creator experience. This includes the full archives, early access to episodes, listener Q&A, book and movie reviews, and interviews not for the public, and perhaps any other awesomeness I might do on the microphone. Sounds awesome, right? Yeah, it does, Ryan. If you want to listen for free, you'll notice the last 50 episodes or so will always be available wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, by subscribing today, you don't have to download any new apps, and you can simply keep listening on the podcast platform you prefer. Cool. Okay. Cool. Thanks for your love and support in advance. Simply click on the link in the show notes or on my website, and it'll take you where you need to go. Now on to the show. Hey, it's Ryan from The Prolific Creator, where we reflect on life and art and see what sticks. And today, my friends, I have a very special guest, Vikrant Shaura from bestsellingbook.com. And today we are going to talk about all things book selling, what makes for a profitable book, what makes for a book that people want to read, what makes for a book that people want to tell their friends about. And you are going to love my conversation with Vikrant and he digs into and before we I was, I was a little nervous sharing this because I, I know when you think bestsellingbook.com, it's, it sounds like spin. It sounds like, you know, marketing ploys, but we really get into what makes for a book that people enjoy reading. And Vikrant's work mainly focuses on nonfiction. And one of the things that you'll learn fairly quickly is that for a nonfiction book is you need to solve a problem that most people that go to read a nonfiction book and the bestselling books of nonfiction really focus on a particular problem. But we get into all kinds of roads and paths and in this way and that way about what makes for a good book. And you're going to be surprised at some of his answers and some of the, the things that he talks about. And it's more than just having a good cover. Of course, that's important. Um, but it's about the book. It's about honing in your story. It's about honing in the problem you're trying to solve, making it really, really clear. And so I really hope that you enjoy my conversation with Vikrant. From bestsellingbook.com, all his information is in the show notes. And without further ado, here's my chat with Vikram. Well, Vikram, welcome to the show. So glad to have you today. And uh, finally, we we made it happen. I know we've had some scheduling conflicts, so but I'm so glad that we could uh, chat today. And I know we have uh, a lot to, to talk about. And uh, I, I'm really excited to have you on the show. I'm glad you, you reached out many months ago, actually, because I, I know a lot of our, our guests on the show are writers or want to get their books out into the world. And especially in the publishing world, it seems like it's always changing and evolving. And obviously, you've helped a lot of people uh, write 
best-selling books and get their work out in the world. And, uh, and so I think you're going to help a lot of people today. And so I'm really glad to have you on the show. So, so Vikram, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from and how you got into uh, marketing and book selling and writing and all that good stuff. Thanks, Rian, for that, um, for having me on the show. And uh, just a quick background. Um, I come from India. I am a college dropout. And uh, then I started a company. It failed. Then 10 years ago, I discovered self-publishing. I wrote some books for me. Then I also help other people with my coaching and consultation on how to run published books. I launched dozens of courses on, and eBooks on how to write and publish books. Got help thousands of people in the process. Then there were a lot of people who started reaching out to me saying that, hey, like your stuff is good, your, your content is good, but we, we really, really don't have the time or the skill set to sit down and actually write the book. It's really difficult for us. Please help us. And then I saw this opportunity and I saw that I can create this done-for-you book writing, publishing, and marketing company for them which can help them write their book, publish the book and market the book without them doing uh, without them doing most of the things, right? So I assembled a team of writers, editors, designers, marketers, and creators. And now we're helping all these entrepreneurs, coaches, thought leaders turn their ideas into best-selling book with our done-for-you solution. The company is in states. Uh, all the writers and editors, most of them, they are from states. And uh, yeah, like we have people all over the world. We have helped more than 500 people with our done food services. So that's the quick background. Well, yeah, thanks for, for sharing that. I think that's, that's kind of where I think a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people, when they start things or it's usually out of failure, right? It's, it's, this didn't go well, but I've learned some things along the way. I feel like there's something I can help other people do. And, uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, what you're describing too, you know, what people don't understand too in the writing uh, publishing world is that this is actually very common. Um, that a lot of the books that we read and things it's people, you know, are helping them along, um, you know, whether that's helping them write the book or get their story out there. A lot of people aren't actually sitting down and writing, you know, the book themselves, but it's, it's, we need those coaches and those people to kind of help them get their stories out. Because I think sometimes it's, they're not natively writers, uh, but they need someone to kind of help them, help them along, uh, the way. So, so tell me a little bit about like your clients, like what, what kind of people are coming, uh, to you? Um, you know, what genre of book, is it all over the place? Is it a certain kind of, kind of person? I mean, what, what are kind of the books that, that you're helping kind of produce and, and publish and get out into the world? So first of all, we don't serve, uh, fiction authors. We specifically work with nonfiction authors mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, like on different topics, like, uh, motivation, self-help, leadership, management, productivity, uh, business sales, marketing, uh, organization, DEI, all the different things, including healthcare, diabetes, right? Cryptocurrencies. So we have helped people in all the different industries write and publish a book. But yeah, all, almost all of them, they are nonfiction authors. And these people, they are coaches, thought leaders, consultants, or entrepreneurs. And most of them, they have something to sell in the back end. What it means is they're not using just the book. They're not using the book just for the book's royalties. They're using the book to maybe get more clients, 
establish their brand, get sell more video courses, get speaking gigs, right? Generate high quality leads. So depending on their requirement, like we craft the entire book so that they can, uh, it can help them achieve those goals. No, and I, I think you're what you're hitting on is is what people don't understand about books, right? It's it really is. It kind of gives people authority. Um, it gives them you know, the expertise, like the minute you write a book, you're an expert in that subject, yeah. that theme, that, that field, what, what have you. So yeah, book writing is not just to like, Hey, I want to make the bestseller list. It's, it's actually leads to other things, right? They can sell their coaching products. They can sell, um, you know, talk about their business, you know, whatever it is. And so the book, isn't just the book that someone can read and get something from, of course they can, but that, but it leads to other, other things. And, and I think that's, well, I love what you guys are doing because I think people don't understand how books work is that a lot of times most authors aren't making, you know, millions of dollars just selling books. It's, it's, yeah. it's their speaking gigs. It's their other things that it leads to. It's the people that they connect to. I mean, even books I've written, nonfiction books, it's led me to other opportunities, you know, um, as great as the book might've been, it, it really was about other things. And so, um, so we really like this. So, um, so let's talk a little bit um, about kind of the, the, the process of, you know, somebody comes to you, how much, uh, information do they, do they need to give you as far as to kind of get things kind of rolling? I mean, do they need, you know, a, a, a manuscript, do they need just basic ideas. I mean, how do they kind of help? Do they, do they even know what they're trying to say or what they're trying? I mean, do you, how much do you help them in that process? So most of the authors or most of the clients we get, they are just in the rough book idea phase. They just have a basic idea that, okay, maybe their book, book could be about this. They know that what are the benefits, why they want to write the book, but they just have a basic idea. They have a proper established experiences and stories or message or ideas they want to share with the book, but they, they don't have the book outline. Most of them, actually, some of them, they have a working book outline and they want to just simply create the entire book around that. But most of them, they just have a rough book idea. What we do is we... Uh, Whenever we start working with a client, we first of all create the book outline quadrant. Now, exactly what is that? And this is going to be helpful for all the people who want to write the book for themselves uh, themselves as well, whether they are hiring an agency or a ghostwriter, or they're actually writing the book for themselves. It is really, really important to create the outline quadrant. So this outline quadrant is going to help you identify that uh, how you will be using this book to monetize, how you will be using this book to make a uh, profit out of this book, right? So, so the outline quadrant has four different sections and four different elements. The first comes with the basic book idea, of course. The basic book idea could be maybe uh, leadership, right? So you want to write a book about leadership. Now, the second element is why or purpose, right? Idea and why. Why means like why exactly you want to write the book, right? Simon Sinek says that always start with a why. It applies here as well. Not only in the business, also book is going to be another business venture for you. So you should always start with a why. So it could be anything, right? It could be to generate high quality leads. It could be, as I mentioned, it, it can help you generate uh, speaking gigs or getting more coaching clients or consultation clients or, or sell more video courses or just doing the personal branding. Exactly what it is. You have to write down your why, right? Don't just copy it from other people that why they are writing the book themselves. Ask yourself, what is your why? Because this is going to help you 
craft the entire book accordingly. For example, if you want to generate high quality leads from the book, so maybe you will be offering something inside the book as a giveaway so that people can click on it. They, it can take them to a landing page and they can simply download that giveaway in exchange of their email address and you will be building the, their, their email address. Uh, if you want to do the personal branding, maybe you can talk more about you, not as a kind of a very salesy form, as a, like a story structure, but also serving something, also helping them with their problem. If you want to get more coaching clients, maybe you can share your client's case study in the form of helping them, right? Not that, okay, so I've helped them. I'm going to helping you. I'll be helping you. So this is not a sales copy for your book. Mm-hmm. This is just a, uh, just to let them know that you help people so that these people can also reach out to you. Mm-hmm. So depending on exactly why you want to write a book, it is really important to come up with your why or purpose. Once you understand that why, then comes the third element is target readers or readers, right? Who, whom exactly you are writing for? Who exactly this person is? What is their demographic? And what kind of pain these people experiencing because they haven't read, read your book yet? What um, kind of action you want them to take the moment they have completed the book? These kind of questions are going to exactly help you understand your readers. And I highly recommend you join some Facebook groups and Reddit and Quora, right? To see exactly what kind of people are, what kind of uh, problems or uh, obstacles they are facing in their business or in their life, and then crafting the, crafting the book accordingly. And the fourth element, which is also a very, very important element, is called the hook of the book, right? So hook means the angle, how exactly your book is going to be different from other books. There could be hundreds, if not thousands of books on the same topic. Why your book? So this hook is going to help you distinguish your book from other books in the market, right? So to create your hook, you can go find out maybe top 50 books in your market. Just simply go and go on Amazon search over there. And just click on the book cover and you'll be able to see their table of content for free. You don't have to buy the book. So you'll get a basic idea of exactly what people are offering there. Just make some notes over there. And you can also read the three-star reviews because these three-star reviews on all of these books are going to exactly tell you what is good about the book and what is missing in the book. So those things which are missing in those books, you will be adding it in your book. And that's going to be the hook of the book. So these four elements combines the idea why readers and hook becomes the outline quadrant. And whether you are writing the book for yourself or whether you are hiring an agency like ours, you have to come up with the outline quadrant, right? But for our clients, they just need a basic book idea and we brainstorm with them. Like we work with them for one hour or one and a half hours to create this outline quadrant for them, right? We have a specific question which we ask them, which helps us exactly identify what is the outline quadrant. And then the next step is the book outline. We use this outline quadrant as a framework and then we create the entire book outline from there. And then we start writing every chapters every, um, and every sections of the, of the book. So that's our process. Well, I think what you just described is, I mean, anyone listening that's writing books, especially nonfiction, I mean, those four things are just huge when you think about, as I sit down to write my book, why am I writing this book? Who's it for? And, and you know, what's, what's missing in the market? What do people need? What are the problems I'm trying to solve? And I think a lot of books that aren't good, they're not really solving a problem. 
They're not really, um, it's just, you know, it could be ideas. It could be nice stories. It could be whatever, but they're not really helping the person kind of get from a to B to C, you know, yeah. whatever that, that thing is. And, um, so I really, I really like this. this is really, really thought through and, 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 you know, whether people work with you or not, I think that just that rubric to have in your mind as you sit down to write is really important because I don't think people realize a lot of times when they sit down, they're not really writing a book. They're just writing down ideas. It's not really taking yeah. anybody anywhere. It's just kind of mm. random ideas here and there. Um, now Vikrant, when you um, help people with the outline is when do you dis- determine, and maybe this is a hard question to at- to answer, I guess um, is, is there a, is there a, a conversation around how long the book should be or what have you found to be helpful? Um, especially in this day and age um, I'm, I always wrestle with this because of ebook, digital, people don't read as much, you know, is there a kind of a sweet spot when you think of like how long a book should be? I mean, does it, does it matter in, in our day and age? Cause I'm seeing all kinds of different sizes, but, but for you, as you've worked with clients, what has been kind of the sweet spot for maybe the length of the book or, or, you know, how many chapters, how many pages, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, of uh, course, three years ago, like it was 200 to 250 pages. And now the market standard is less than 200 pages or actually 150 to 200 pages. If it is more than 200 pages, people don't want to read it. And right. you have to create the entire book accordingly so that, uh, so that it, can, it can fit into 150 pages to 200 pages and also provide massive value. They don't want to listen to your story and story and story again and again. They really want to go from point A to point B. And if you're not able to share exactly what, does it take to go from point A to point B in just 150 pages, then you are missing the point. Mm-hmm. The thing is um, in COVID um, like last year, when it happened, we got the most inquiries right last year, but people were not able to afford our done for you packages it means the ultimate done for you package where we used to write the 150 to 200 pages book. And what we did um, yeah, people had money, but of course they were just holding that because they were uncertain exactly <laughs> right. what's, what's right, going to happen. Right. Yep. But, but what we did, and of course it is, it exploded this year is we created this offer, which is 50 pages book, right? Just a 50 pages book. And uh, where we try to condense all the information they have and put it and uh, the, the price is just 50%, right? And we just have all the essential services as well only. Right, just the book writing, editing, proofreading, cover designing, formatting. We publish the book, we market the book, we make it a bestseller, we get some reviews. That's it. Otherwise, in the the ultimate done for you package, there are more than there are thirty services, including book trailer, video, doing the social media, press release distribution, all kind of thing. But this is actually selling more than the standard package. Hmm. So, so from the client's perspective as well, now they're understanding because they are also readers, right? So they know that they don't want to read 150 pages book if they can add or share their message or ideas in just one or in just 50 pages, that is enough for them. Hmm. So just wanted to share that. Yeah. Well, you know, that, and that's interesting because uh, about eight years ago, one of my first books was a a leadership book and it was only about 50 pages. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, first thing I ever wrote, not that good, but just had this kind of simple book idea, put it out there, but but the, the reality is like, it's in audio too. And people still download this thing. I mean, it's, you know, sold thousands awesome. and thousands of copies. And, and I never thought, I mean, everyone said, oh, well, like 50 pages, like nobody's going to listen to that or read that or whatever. It's too short. 
but that the comments I get is it's to the point. It's, it's not full, full of fluff because I think a, a lot of what you get in a lot of books. I mean, if you're a reader like myself is half the stories, half the things need to be taken out anyways. I mean, they're just filler. Yeah. They're not, they're not really helping the message. It's just, so, I mean, the 150 to 200 page book, probably 50 pages of that could go away anyway. Um, you yeah. know, I read, I read a lot of fiction too. I mean, there's a hundred pages you could take out of almost every fiction book. I mean, they're just, it's just padding. It's just, and some of that goes back to the old school, um, traditional publishing where they felt like they had to, you know, fill a book to a certain size to give it validity, yeah. give it authority that look good on the shelf. But the reality is like a lot of, a lot of the stuff in there need to be taken out because it just wasn't good. Um, or it's just not necessary. Right. Um, and I think in our day of, you know, reading on phones, reading on tablets, reading on the subway, you know, an audiobook. audiobook, like it can't be, you know, 500 pages or people are just going to see the number and go, no way. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'd love to, you know, keep in touch with you just to hear how that keeps going. Those, those shorter books. Cause, um, and also I think people are looking for, as you mentioned earlier, they're looking for problems that need to be solved and they don't want to spend hours and hours and hours to get to the solution. They want to, you know, kind of get, get in there and, and get out and kind of move on with their life, if you will. Um, well, Vikram, um, this has been really, really great. And, uh, just have a, f- a few more questions, but, um, you know, as, as clients come to you, what would you say is, is the biggest struggle that your clients have when they kind of come to you, you know, regardless of where they are in the, in the process, they have an idea, maybe they have a half-baked idea. They're not really sure what, where, where to go, but what, what would you say is kind of the, the struggles that most writers have or, or trying to convey their message or, you know, get their, you know, idea out into the world like what what would you say just are are the things that you kind of deal with as far as like struggles or or challenges that that writers have so most of the writers i talk to and i have also worked with some clients like who were trying to write this book write their book for more than 15 years 20 years right they were trying to write the book but maybe they they just have written a few pages and then they they stopped Right. And when the number one problem, which I see, and of course, maybe for most of the people, it's not going to be true. But what, when I ask them, right, when I ask the, the clients like who come to us and they, they still haven't completed the book, when I ask them, okay, can I see the, the book outline? They don't have a book outline. So they start writing the book from chapter one and they don't know where to complete where to exactly end that chapter and then start another chapter. They have no idea, right? They're all over the places. They don't know where exactly to start, where exactly to end. And that's the number one problem, which I see. They don't start with a working book outline. And as I mentioned, first of all, start before you start the creating the outline, you have to create the outline quadrant. And then you can maybe download that outline quadrant and print it out and paste it on the wall. So now you have all the elements over there, like idea, why, readers, hook. And now uh, you can set up an alarm for 30 minutes and then start writing all the ideas and sub-ideas which is coming in your mind. Maybe you can write it on your, take a pen and paper and write it, or maybe MS Word or Google Doc, whichever you prefer. Keep writing. Don't think about the logic flow. Just keep on writing. And then what you can do once the alarm rings, then you can use some kind of a, mind mapping tool like whimsical or mind meester and then arrange all the ideas and sub ideas and the main ideas could be the chapters and sub ideas could be the sub chapters now you have a kind of a working book outline ready and it's going to be changing the more you will be writing it but at least you have the the book outline 
uh, ready, the rough book outline ready. There are more um, problems as well, which I see during which people are not able to write the book. Do you want me to cover that as well? Sure. Okay. So this is the number one problem. They don't, they don't start with the, the book outline quadrant and the, the book outline. Mm-hmm. The second problem, which I see is when, even when they, they have a book outline, when they start writing the book, they're also doing the editing along with the book writing. Mm-hmm. That's also a really, really big problem. They always try to make the, uh, every chapter perfect before they go to the next chapter. And that's, that's actually, again, uh, another problem. So <laughs> let me uh, share you. Uh, so this incident which happened, like I guess two weeks ago, I was on a call with uh, this guy. He, he was actually a podcaster, right? And I was in his show. And when I shared with him about this thing, he told me that he was actually, he faced the same thing. He was writing this book for 16 years. <laughs> he has finally completed that book, right? And the thing is like in his book, he has used, he had used some quotes from people, right? All over the people. And, and he has written content around those quotes. Now, once he completed the book and make it perfect, and when he started reaching out to all of these people for permission, whether he can use his quotes in his book or not, more than 50% said no. <laughs> and now he's again back right. to square zero, right? right, right. So that's going to happen. You, 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 sh- you should not wait. You should not just wait to make it perfect every chapter. Mm-hmm. First of all, your, your first job or first goal is to have the first draft as soon as possible. Don't worry about the flow. Don't worry about all the grammatical mistakes. Don't worry about whether people are going to find it valuable or not. You don't have to think about it now. First of all, put all the ideas over there in the paper and then maybe go and uh, and check it out. And then maybe you can have an editor or proofreader. So this is the second problem, which I see, which which actually stopped them to complete the book, right? The third problem is, uh, you know, like we are living in a, 21st century, but still we are writing the book the way people used to write in 19th century. Mm-hmm. Every industry is changing, uh, telecom industry, communication industry, transportation industry, even publishing industry has changed a lot. I Means Initially it was traditional publishing, now it is self-publishing, but still people are writing the book the way people used to write it several years ago. Initially they, they were writing books on maybe pen and paper uh, or maybe stones, now people are writing it on MS Word or Google Doc, but still they are using the same structure. It means they're sitting down and writing the book. But with the new technology which is coming, you, you don't have to write the book. Now, what you can do is once you have the book outline ready, instead of you writing the book, you can start talking or narrating those books, record and then simply record it. There are so many tools out there. You can simply record it. There are so many free apps. You can simply record it. The thing is, I have seen that most of these people, they are really good at talking or sharing those ideas verbally, but really not good at writing. Mm -hmm. That's not their skill set. So what they can do is they can simply talk or they can simply narrate. Don't worry about the flow. Just Just go through the entire chapters and outlines and everything. And then simply upload it on maybe rev.com or HappyScribe, which is a trans- transcriber tool, or have a transcriber like who can completely uh, do the transcription of the, uh, of the entire audio, whatever you prefer. 
the thing is now you have a first draft ready and it's going to be shitty first mm-hmm. draft but at least you have something ready now you can you don't you don't have to think okay where should i add this or where should mm-hmm. i do that or there are some also artificial intelligence tools out there in the market which is like which is kind of a 21st century ghostwriters so tools like jarvis.ai which people use to write copies right and you can simply go there and simply do the provide some kind of a command and then it's going to write the entire book for you step by step the thing is you have to really save your time if you have the money i highly recommend go and hire an agency or a ghostwriter right it's going to save you so much of your time but really really be careful about the choosing the right ghostwriter mm-hmm. because otherwise it's going to take you another Mm-hmm. 6 months or 1 year or and you and you will not be happy with the product. Yeah, I I really like this this idea of audio um transcription. Um a lot I'm hearing a lot of writers. I I've, I've actually experimented with it a little bit um because I think it's something like 3 times faster than what we can actually type. Um so I mean you think about sitting down for how many hours it takes to write a book and you know ramp that up 3 times and and again you're going to have mistakes and things like that but but yeah, a lot of, I mean, probably I imagine a lot of the clients you work with are speakers and coaches and yeah. counselors and teachers and business people, like they're used to talking to people and it's more, and, and I think the books we enjoy the most sound more conversational anyway. Um, mm. I like what you're saying about, you know, we're writing like the 19th century or the 20th century. A lot, the newer books are more conversational and they engage people differently as if you read an old book versus a newer one. And I think that's, you want your kind of more natural voice to come out you know, where it sounds like you and I sitting down, having a coffee, having a conversation, here's my information, here's what I'm about. And that kind of vibe as opposed to lecture, as opposed to, you know, academic, you know, that kind of thing. Cause again, I think people don't have time and they want to feel like they're talking to a friend, you know, and, and yeah. f- figuring out their, their problems. So no, I appreciate you sharing all those, those tools. Cause there's, and, there's no excuse, you know, in our day, there's so much, uh, so many tools out there to help people along. And yeah, we need to understand that most of the people more than 50 to 60% of people are going to not read the book they're going to listen to the audiobook yeah yeah and if it would be conversational then that would be great people want to work with you then yeah yeah it was interesting when i was in college we i had a, a communication class and i remember the professor was talking about you know when you if you're writing something down that you're going to speak to someone else you have to write for the ear you know and he always said write for the ear and i go that's kind of weird what does that mean? And then over time, I realized what he meant was you don't, when I speak, I don't speak like I'm writing a book or I'm reading a book. Yeah. I, I want to speak right. to your ear like we would as friends. Right. Um, right. And right. that's very different, you know, and that's, and, and I think in, when you're saying audiobook, I mean, that's what you want to hear. It's like, I want to hear someone as I'm on the train, you know, a friend kind of coaching me, mentoring me, explaining things to me. And it sounds more like, you know, I'd talk to someone across the dinner table as opposed to, you know, someone lecturing mm-hmm. me or whatever. Um, no, that's really great. Um, now, so yeah, there's obviously some problems. Um, I like where you talked about, you know, perfection, um, people, you know, just dwelling on this book for 16 years, not getting it done, you know, trying to make it perfect. I think that's, that, that's the, you know, as I say, the enemy of done <laughs> this idea that, you know, things can actually be perfect. And so we stress over it. We take 16 years to write it and it just doesn't happen. Um, and there's something about, I think our, our subconscious brain that when we can get it out fast, we kind of outrun the fear. We outrun the, you know, the doubts and the, and all those kinds of things. And, you know, who's going to read this and it's crap. And yeah, and the first draft is always going to be crap. 
but, um, but, you know, just getting ahead of that, just getting it out there. Like you're saying, get outlining it out, um, knowing where you're going. And that way, every day when you come to the page or if you're, you know, transcribing it or whatever, you can just go and then, you know, clean it up later. And I think that's, that's really, I think a, a really helpful, um, tool there now, um, Vikram, when it comes to the books themselves, so you, you've obviously helped write, helped, uh, writers, speakers, teachers, coaches, you name it, um, get on bestseller lists, sell lots of books. What's, what's kind of the, you know, as you kind of study these books and as you see success and things like that, what's some common things that, that are in these books that really people enjoy or, or, or things that they, the reason why they're picking up this book to read it. I mean, more than savvy marketing, but the actual, the, you know, the, the book itself, I mean, what is it that, that kind of captures people's attention or, or they go, Hey, maybe I've never heard of this author, but I'm going to check it out. Like, what is it? Is, it? is there some common themes that you can think of, of why people, you know, buy these books and, and why they sell well, um, regardless of the background or industry or, or, or those kinds of things? That's a very, very interesting question. No one has asked me this. Okay. So, uh, whenever, uh, see, like when I'm running a business, I, I face tons of problems, right? It could be like to creating a systems and process. It could be to managing teams. It could be marketing or lead gen. It could be sales. It could be running the entire backend, whatever it is. And all of these problems could have a solution and that solution could be uh, offered in the form of a book. So the thing is like most of these people like, like me, like you, or like the audience, uh, are actually leveraging Amazon's search bar. They're going to Amazon. They're f- searching for specific thing. For example, if someone is really, really struggling with productivity and they are not able to really produce more results in, in less time, they're going to search for productivity books on Amazon. And if, if your book is going and coming on the top, then people are going to click on it. If you have a really good book cover, really good title and description, good reviews, they're going to buy the book. So it always comes down to, it always starts with the problem. The bigger problem you solve, the bigger audience you have for that problem, the more sales you can get. Now, once you get their attention, right? Because, uh, and to get an attention, attention as well, like you, you need a specific things. First of all, you need a really highly catchy book title and the book cover, right? So one quick tip, Amazon has a white background. And if you will be having a white or a light uh, gradient background of your book cover, it is going to be lost in different, uh, with different millions of books out there, right? And also, whenever people are going to search, they don't see a full-fledged book cover. They see a very small thumbnail size book cover. And if your title is not readable from there, it is, they will not feel motivated enough to click on that mm-hmm. book cover. So the thing is, there's so many things involved over there. So you really have to understand how exactly the backend thing works, how exactly the algorithm of Amazon works. And either you can learn it or either you can have an agency to do all the work for you. But the thing is, Amazon also has this kind of SEO thing going on, just like Google. So if you search for productivity books, why exactly your book's going to be on top than other book? Right? So there are so many keywords involved. Is productivity is... Is it there in the in your book title or subtitle? 
or in the description or in the reviews. There's so many different things, right? If uh, 100 people are searching for productivity books and out of 100 people, 70 people are clicking on your book and purchasing your book, then Amazon is going to get, is going to uh, understand that, okay, so this book definitely has something to do with productivity. It's going to always keep you on top. So there's so many things going on whenever you publish book. So when, we, when you ask question that, why exactly people buy the book, it always starts with a problem. They have a certain problem in their life or in their business, maybe in their relationship, in their health, whatever it is. For example, if I'm really, really struggling with uh, my health, maybe I'm overweight, I can search online how to lose weight, right? Right, so it, the, the, the search of the book always starts with a problem. And once they search on Amazon, then it always comes down to exactly how you are understanding Amazon's algorithm, how you are leveraging keywords and categories to be on the top than other books and how good your book cover is, how good your book title is, how good your description is. If they click on the book cover, one more thing like nowadays people are seeing is they are definitely clicking on look inside feature, right? Now on Amazon, like people can either, if, if they're going for a Kindle book or a paper book, paperback book, they are definitely going to read a few pages of the book or introduction of the book, right? And if they are going for an audio book, they're definitely going to listen to the sample, sample audio. So you have to really, really attract, really, really uh, grab their attention. So this introduction of your book I believe it's kind of a sales page for your entire book. So you have to really uh, sell your book over there. So these are different um, metrics which you have to consider when selling your book. And yeah, does it answer your question? Yeah, no, that, that's really, really helpful. I, th- I think what you're, you're describing is like, you're not, it's not just having a good cover and you know, good description and that can get people in the door but you also have to solve that problem. You also have to have written a good book. I mean, that's the difference. And, yeah. um, but you know, I just think anybody listening that, you know, we have a lot of writers um, that listen to the show is if you're writing nonfiction, really nail down, what problem are you trying to solve? Like that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of the main, you know, everything in the, your book, all the chapters, all the subheads, all the stories need to be about how do I solve this problem? Um, and yeah. I, I have a theory and you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think as much as video is getting popular, um, the, 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 the failure of video is that you have all these random videos trying to solve these problems. But the thing with a book is it's kind of focused in on one main problem where you can have it all in one place. I think what's, what's challenging with the internet is you have so many, so much information. I mean, that's the reality. Like you said, you talked about losing weight. It's like, yeah, I can Google how to lose weight and I can get 59 websites, you know, 59 million probably and podcasts and, you know, all these things, but there's something about a book that's, I have 50 to hundred to 150 pages. Somebody has gone through this. They're putting it all in one place. And now yeah. I can find the answers I need rather than going to all these places. And I think that's why courses are getting popular as well, because it's not just, yeah, you can go on the internet and find all kinds of random things about how to write a bestseller. But when you put it all in a package with someone that actually knows what they're talking about, you're going to learn a lot more and be able to take action on it. And I think that's, that's, that's what books do. That's what audiobooks do. Um, and so, yeah, there's some, I think there's some interesting, you know, thoughts behind that, why books still are important, even in the day of people don't seem to be reading as much, but they are listening and they are, you know, consuming content in different ways. So 
Um, yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. I think that's, that's really helpful just as people think about, you know, working with you or just writing their books. Um, now, uh, Vikrant, as we kind of uh, land the plane here uh, today, I want to be sensitive to your time. I know you have a lot, lot going on. What would be just um, if you were to say, "Hey, there's someone out there. They want to write a book. Um, they could be in various stages of, you know, they've been working on it for 16 years or six minutes. Um, what would be just some advice you'd give them, just kind of in a simple way to say, "Hey, here are the things you need to kind of think about as you, you know, whether they work with you or or, or some other agency or just try to write it themselves." The first thing they should definitely do is they can they can simply go to bestsellingbook.com slash checklist where I have compiled the checklist which we run with our clients, right? And they, in this checklist, like all of the steps and sub-steps which are involved in the book writing, publishing, marketing, everything is there, right? So you can simply download this checklist, print it out and paste it in the wall where you, you will be writing and publishing book. And this checklist also comes with a blueprint which explains how to use this checklist. Right. So this is a really, really powerful way to start because you will exactly get to know that where to start, where to exactly end. And of course, you'll not be confused that whether this is the right way or this is the wrong way. It is completely dialed in the way which we use it for our clients, right? Starting with the book area, the target readers, then outline, then writing the book, editing, proofreading, cover designing, everything is there in one place in just one page. So it is highly recommending to go to bestsellingbook.com slash checklist. And if people want to um, hire us, they can simply go to bestsellingbook.com. They can, there are plenty of testimonials and case studies on their website where we have helped. And you can check out their web, their testimonials and see exactly how we helped them turn their book ideas into best-selling books. What was their result? How was their experience? And if you think this is the right fit, they can you can simply schedule a call with us. And yeah, we can take it from there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, go check that out. I think those are the things that people are looking for. They need some, someone to kind of hold their hand, give them some direction so they can kind of take next steps. Um, now Vikram, I know, um, obviously you're, you're doing, you know, bestsellingbook.com, you're helping clients, you're getting their books out there, but what are you guys kind of dreaming about as a company? Kind of what, what, what's maybe down the road or on the horizon? What, what are you excited about kind of in the future? Yeah. So currently we offer Amazon bestseller, Wall Street Journal bestseller, US Today bestseller. We currently don't offer New York Times bestseller because there are so many variables involved in New York Times bestseller. But maybe in one year or two years, like we are making some uh, some action plans so that we can also start offering that New York Times bestseller as a guaranteed service, right? Mm -hmm. Because on all of these services, like on on Amazon bestseller, Wall Street Journal, or US Today, we guarantee three times money back guarantee, right? If you don't hit bestseller on these places, we, we simply offer three times the money back. But with New York Times, we don't have that guarantee thing. It is 50-50 ratio. So we can't offer that as a service yet. But maybe within a year or two years, we'll be offering that service as well. I've heard New York Times is kind of a mystery for a lot of how people actually get on there. And it's a little bit, a little bit odd. I've heard. Um, well, Vikram, Hey, thank you so much for making the time. I'm so glad it finally worked out and I'm so glad, uh, so happy for what you're doing in your company and helping a lot of authors and publishers and get their message out there. Um, we need more companies like yours. Cause I, I know writing can be just this overwhelming thing. Creating anything can be feel overwhelming and thank you for taking the time to help people along the way and get their message out into the world. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Ryan. It was a pleasure talking to you. The, the type of question which you asked, they were really different and refreshing. 
it was great. Good. Great to hear. We'll talk to you soon. Well, there you have it. Prolific creator friends. My chat with Vikrant Shaura from bestsellingbook.com. Go check out his website. If you are in the process of writing a book, if you are trying to get your words out into the world, I need some assistance, need some help. Vikrant is your guy. Go see what they have to offer and see if it's the right fit for you. And he offers some free information as well, a checklist uh, that you can check out. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And that just really helps you think through all the things about publishing your book, getting your, your words out into the world. So thank you, Vikrant, for coming on the show. And one of the things I hope you, you really gleaned from this conversation is just put aside best-selling book. Obviously, he's helped people sell a lot of books. But what makes for, for a good book? What is the story in which you're trying to tell? And I think a lot of what we talked about is honing in that focus. What's the problem? What's the problem? What's the solution that you're trying to offer? And so as you're writing your book, as you're thinking about that, it's essential that you focus in on not writing two books in one, but one book with one main idea, solving one, one problem. And so again, thank you so much for stopping by the prolific creator today. And before you go, just a couple things that could really help us out a lot is we're constantly trying to spread the joy of creativity and we need to get the show into the hearts and lives of other people. And so to do that, a simple way is just to leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to subscribe and share with friends and family, that would be a great help uh, to us to get the word out. Um, also, if you stop by the website, you go to my website, ryanjpelton.com. I have some free resources, writing resources. Um, I have the weekly newsletter. That's not always weekly. I apologize. Um, with updates, when the new podcasts come out, and other um, articles, and just helpful things for creativity and just getting your thing out in the world, whatever your thing is, and hopefully that'll be encouragement to you and help to you. So once again, this is Ryan J. Pelton. I'm so thankful for you listening to the show. Thank you for joining the conversation. And I just have one more thing to say before we go: go make some great art with your life. Thank you.